Hey, what up, what up, everyone? And welcome back to another episode of the First Year Out Podcast. The number one bi-coastal podcast in the world. Where we kick back and we talk entrepreneurship, monetizing your passions, and ultimately being a creative in business. I am your host out here in San Diego, California. And I go by the name of Dom Witherspoon. And today I want to give you a few tips on how you as a creative in business, as a new creative in business, can go about developing your portfolio. Stick around. All right, so look, there's three ways that that I say that you can go about developing your portfolio work as a creative in business. But first, shout out to everybody for tuning into this episode of the First Year Out podcast. Um, If you're listening on Spotify or SoundCloud or Apple, or if you're watching on YouTube, welcome to the channel. If not, you should. It's a lot of great things going on. YouTube.com slash Dime Digital Media. Now, the three ways that you can develop your portfolio as a new creative in business. One, just create work for yourself, right? Two, I'm a caution against doing free work, but, and last and certainly not least, I say that you can do some documentation with a twist. All right, now let's run down those three different things right quick. Uh, one, create work for yourself, right? Now, if you're creative in business and if you're trying to sell what it is that you do as a solution to a problem that someone may be facing, whether it's another business owner or if you do business directly with your consumers, B2C, um, there got to be some type of problem that you're solving, right? You have to be providing a solution in some type of way because that's why we make purchases to make other things easier to take a load off, (laughs) right? And things like that. And so you got to figure out what it is that you're offering and how does that help someone else in whatever it is that they're doing. Now, for me, like I say, I offer video and podcasting solutions directly to business owners, right? And what that looks like for me is creating the first year out podcast. This is an example of me creating work for myself, right? I have a new series coming out called Getting Creative with Dime Digital Media, where I walk business owners, my direct consumers and clients, or potential, hopefully, right? Where I walk business owners through the process of actually developing and producing their own podcasts, right? Now that comes back to Dime Digital Media. It comes back to me. It also comes back to the First Year Out podcast because the First Year Out podcast then becomes proof of concept, right? So that's just one way. And then getting creatives, that's 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 working the other avenue with the video, right? So getting creative is actually, I believe, if I could say so myself, a creative way to merge both the video aspect of what I do along with the podcasting aspect of what I do. Right? And so you gotta you gotta really you gotta really think about and consider what it is that you're creating. See how you can create that for yourself. And see if you can solve your own problem with that creation, right? So if I'm trying to, 
if I'm telling business owners, hey, look, podcasting can help you connect with your clients and your consumers. And I truly feel that way. Videos, it can help you connect with your clients and consumers. It can save you time. It can help you to automate different processes by recording these processes once and then sending the link out to your employees, for instance, if it's a training video. Right. You get to save time. So you I truly believe in what it is that I'm doing so much so that I'm doing it for myself so that I can prove that it actually works. And so one of the ways for you to develop your 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 portfolio as a new creative in business is to create work for yourself. You become that proof of concept and it works on so many different levels and it works out in your favor in so many different ways. Because like I said before, when I'm able to merge the video and a podcast and in one in one type of type of format and one asset, and then I'm able to repurpose it as well. Right. And what that also do is it keeps your skills sharp. It keeps your skills sharp. So so in my instance, in my case, it keeps me sharp as far as different technical abilities. Right. With uh, uh, how how can I get this audio to sound better? Right. I don't like the way my audio sounding. So when I go on and, and hopefully be able to create for someone else, I can get their audio sounding just right. And it, it kind of goes back to episode 40 when we was talking about creating spec work. Right. And not only that, it keeps you in front of the faces of your potential consumers and your potential clients. In my case, when I'm creating videos and it's getting directly to business owners, when I'm speaking directly to business owners. So even if they're not my clients and my consumers, well, they're my consumers, but even if they're not my clients, I'm still in front of their faces by creating my own work, by showing that proof of concept with my own work. Right. And, and, you know, I don't, I, I, I think I forgot to mention it, but it's two sides to the keeping your skills sharp. One is how can you make this sound better, which is what I was just talking about. And on the other side of keeping your skills sharp is knowing what's coming next. Right. You stay in the know. So even if you don't have any clients that you're currently producing work for, by producing work for yourself, you stay at the highest level possible within your industry and within your field, right? And so that's definitely one of the ways that you can uh, produce portfolio work as a new creative in business. Now, if you were able to take anything away from what I just said, or if you have any questions about what I just said, make sure you drop a comment down below and I would definitely respond to you, right? Um, moving on, another way for you to develop portfolio work as a new creative in business is to not, <laughs> I mean, you can, but I'm, I'm gonna recommend against it because it goes against my core. It goes against my fundamental principles when I'm talking about creating free work. It goes against the whole concept of what I'm trying to do and the impact I wanna have in this industry, right? So I'm going to truly caution against doing free work if you are even if you're a new creative in business assuming that you have the talent and the skills right um assuming that you're not completely new assuming that you can actually get something done that you can actually solve the problem i'm i'm gonna recommend that you do not offer free work however i would i would be okay you know, it's a little more leeway when you're going at the businesses that you truly believe in and who, who got problems that you really believe that you can help solve. 
right? And that also kind of goes back to when when we was talking a couple weeks ago about creating spec work, right? And so I'm cautioning against doing free work. However, if you are going to uh, produce work for different businesses, make sure it's with a company with a brand and a reputation that you truly believe in with uh, someone in charge that you feel like you can ultimately build different relationships with. And, and the plus side to this is that actually, let me get to that in a bit. Um, and and the, the last way I say that you can create portfolio work, you know, by, you know, as, as a new creative in business is by documentation, right? Documenting with a twist. And when I say that, I mean, like, if you go out and document your everyday thing, and I'm speaking, I guess I'm speaking more towards, you know, videographers and editors and, you know, people in this in this side of, of the creative space. However, you can always, always, always readjust, right? You can take everything that I'm saying and figure out how to make it work for everything that you're doing. I truly believe that. Um, and so... When I say document with a twist, I mean, let's say you go out to a restaurant, right? You know, with COVID and everything that's happening, the the restaurants that's open, they've, what from what I've seen, they've managed to take their parking space that they may have out in front of their establishments. And, and they, they've been putting tables and chairs and things out there so they can still uh, have their customers socially distanced. Uh, and personally, I think it's a great use of space. I think it's a very creative way to use your space, especially if you can't have everyone indoors and you don't have the space outdoors. If you don't truly have like outdoor patios and things like that and you're using your parking space, I think it's a great idea so you can still get some money coming in as a business owner, as a restaurant owner and things like that. Right now, let's say you go to one of these establishments with one of your friends or whatever regular. You're just going out to eat. Right. But you decide to bring your camera, even if it's just your phone and you vlog your experience. And you do a decent job at the vlogging of your experience. Now, for me, what I would do, I'm going to get the, some shots of the food. I'm going to get some shots of the setting. I'm going to get some some shots of the outdoor, some wide shots so we can see exactly where we are. Um, I'm going to get I'm going to get me walking through the restaurant or, or whatever. And however I get outside or whatever type of encasing they have off blocked off to the tables and things like that. I'm, I'm going to show that it's cool. People are having a good time. Everyone seems safe. Everyone is a is a is a good distance apart. Um, the cooks in the back, they're the way they're prepping the food, they're they're clean, they're they're switching out their gloves, they're washing their hands and things like that. If you can capture all of this in a vlog, think about how that feels by just explaining it. Laughter, food, joy, comfort. They feel safe, this, that, and the third. If you can capture all of that, if you can encompass that into one video just in your vlog. Just in your vlog, and it's you know that it's no pressure. It's low pressure. If you're creating a work for a business owner that you believe in with, with a twist, as long as you're able to express the value that you are giving them, you know. Back to my my this is back to my reason number two, or my my way number two for you to create a portfolio work as a creative in business. When I say I caution you against free work. You have to be able to convey that value that you're given because some people don't, they just don't understand. They just feel like, Hey, this is free. This is what I got. Some people really don't understand and You really got to make sure they understand because if they don't, it's a waste of time. Now with me cautioning you against doing free work, 
between that and you documenting with a twist, you know, both those things, even you, you creating work for yourself to develop that proof of concept. All of these things are low risk, high reward. All of them. All of them cost you a few hours of your time and, and what you can get in return, the relationship that you can build based off of these different assets. It's, it's impeccable. You know, everything is low pressure. It's impeccable. You know what I mean? Um, the relationships that you can build is amazing. You know, being able to repurpose this work. Now, let's take, for instance, that very same vlog at this restaurant that we were talking about. And you got your vlog and your vlog is about four minutes long. That's cool. But then you could take some of those very same shots that you got there and put it together in a way where you can create a 30 second clip, a 30 second social media clip that highlights the atmosphere of this very restaurant. And based off of that one trip, you got two different pieces of digital assets, right? And when you forward that social media clip to the business owner or someone on their marketing team or whoever controls their social media, whatever it is, you build that relationship. And not only are you able to build that relationship that way, but but you get to tap into their network as well. Same same as like when I'm talking about when you get guests on your podcast, right? That 30 second video, you get to tap into their network of people who may want this same product, who, who, who might, well, not the same because it's not a commodity. That's not what we're selling. Everything is different. Everything is customized for every establishment that we're doing business with. But the point is, you get to tap into their network, right? Now you're showing this to their consumers, to their clients, to their competitors, and you're able to also show it to your people as well. So you get to use it as portfolio work, and you get to tap into to, to others' networks and build those relationships. So I really believe in each of these different ways. I've practiced each of these different ways in the past. I, I still practice these ways um, every once in a while. Um, an example of this will be the fact that I've been sponsoring, I've been empowering a black owned business every month for the past few months, you know, by helping them to create digital assets so they can build their business up and, and, and create and move forward that way, doing whatever it is that they love, that they love doing. Um, I've been looking for business owners that's passionate about what they're doing and seeing if there's any problems that I can help solve through the use of podcasting assets and through the use of video assets, right? So like I said, hey, there's three ways that I, I say that you can go about it. One is to create content for yourself, produce for yourself, whatever solution that you provide to others, provide it to yourself and make it work in your favor. Um, another way is to, you know, uh, go to different business owners that you believe in and offer them a discount on a value or set up some type of agreement or some type of arrangement where you're able to build a relationship with them and, and, and hopefully you'll be able to tap into their network. Um, with the documentation, with a, with a twist, you'll certainly be able to tap into the network of the different establishments that you're visiting that you may be vlogging at or wherever you're documenting at. You're definitely going to be able to tap into those provided that you are creating quality work. Um, if you want some more information about creating spec work, make sure you go back and listen to episode 40 of the First Year Out podcast. I want to thank you for sticking around for this episode of the First Year Out podcast. Uh, once again, my name is Don Witherspoon. And uh, 
yeah 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 i'm gonna see you in the next one i'm gonna I'm check you out next week uh when we're gonna talk about some, some some more great things to help you grow and develop your business my name is don witherspoon and i'll see you there